Welcome into the Legend Rewind Podcast. I'm Rusty Ellis, and this week joining me is former Pickett County legend as a player and coach and current White County boys basketball coach, Eric Mitchell. In it, we discuss his playing career, what got him into coaching, and the story behind his nickname, Money. Without further ado, here's White County boys basketball head coach, Eric Mitchell. All right, Coach Mitchell, so first thing we can talk about, I know you'll probably get kicked out of this. Let's go all the way back. What's your first memory of basketball? My first memory of basketball, my dad coached, and it was, you know, when I was five, I think I ran across the floor, five or six, ran across the floor at Murphy <laughs> Center when they was in the state tournament. And mm-hmm. just being at the practices, uh, you know, he coached uh, all the way up until I was probably, you know, third or fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So that was my, my, my first memories of basketball. And that's in Birchtown? That's in Pickett County, yes. It's a big guy, gotcha. So, so talk about basketball in Pickett County because it seems like they like people there love basketball more than just about any other sport. Yeah, well, we they we didn't have football when I was growing up. They had it years ago, and I think they brought it back since I've left. But um, if basketball was just a way of life, I mean, my dad coached. Uh, you know, uh, we I was at the gym all the time with him, and we went to uh, we went to camps and you know individual camps, and you know, in Pitt County, wasn't a whole lot to do. Uh, we had a guy named Rex Tompkins who who worked uh, kind of for the school at night, and he always had the gym open. The gym open was at, was open at least six days a week, and then on Sundays we played after church. You know, we played three-on-three uh, uh, games, and they would come from different counties around, and it was it was just uh, fun times, a lot of basketball. What's it like playing for a county like that that is so tight-knit around a, like a sport like basketball? Oh, it was fantastic. You know, everybody, everywhere you go, they're supporting you, and, you know, when uh, – when we won the state in '90, we had a big parade coming mm-hmm. back, and then everybody's in gym. And um, I think my my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side was that was the first game, first time they'd ever been to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just uh, it was fantastic because you you know everybody uh, you you grow up with those kids, you play with them since the mm-hmm. since you start. I think we they start there in third grade, and uh, you know you just they're great people, mm-hmm. you know and. It was just it was fun times. So when did when did you begin playing organized basketball then? Because I mean, obviously, everyone their first memory is when they're you know a little kid and maybe their parent coaches or what have you. But what what what, what when did you begin playing organized basketball? Uh, third grade, I played for uh, uh, Randall Massengill. He was fantastic. Uh, you know, he uh, he he wasn't. I mean, he was our elementary coach. I don't know that he is necessarily a basketball guy, but he was just good mm-hmm. with kids, and that was really the first time we had moved to Livingston. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kindergarten, second grade, first grade, se- second grade, and then we came back when mm-hmm. I was in third grade. So, uh, you know, that was the first real time I started playing organized basketball. Playing basketball that young, what was kind of the f- big hurdle you had to get over learning the game of basketball? Obviously, everybody knows, everybody that I talk to that knows you, seemingly knows you as a three-point shooter, and we'll get to a little bit of that later, but what what was kind of the first hurdle when it came to learning the game of basketball? Oh, gosh, I, that's been so long ago. There wasn't no three-point line back yeah. then. <laughs> so just, uh, you know, I, I don't know, just get out there and try to just have fun. That was mm-hmm. the main thing that I can remember. What. We had a lot of fun playing, and then we AU was starting up, you know, when I came along. So we started playing AU, and that was fun. How different is AAU now compared to when it first started when you were playing? How uh, different is it now? I know it's night and day different, and but day. can you put into words how different it really is? Night and day. I know our <laughs> uh, most of our AAU teams growing up, uh, um, you know, uh, Thomas Watson uh, that coached at Clay County and, 
and Coach Bray, Kevin Bray, mm-hmm. and Gary Strong. They always had an upper Cumberland team with, you know, you know, the I played with the Clay County guys. I played with my, you know, Mike Buck, a couple Livingston guys, and a couple Cookville guys, and it was just, it was, it was actually fun. And we went and we were pretty good and 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 had success. But it was fun. It wasn't like today where, you know, I think the furthest we went was Memphis. You know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, it's changed so much. Uh, the it's you know the college coaches and AU today is and all that stuff. It's just it's just night and day. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned having a lot of teammates. Who were some of your favorite guys to play with? You mentioned Mike Buck, who yeah. obviously went on to MTSU and played there. But who who were some other teammates you really enjoyed playing? With? Uh, you know, me and Mike have been rivals. You know, basically <laughs> our entire lives. Pitt County, Clark Range, Tech, Middle, but uh, the Clay County guys. You mm-hmm. know, I, I really. I really enjoyed playing with them, Steve Arms, Stephen Arms, Jason Hamilton. Now their kids are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the Cookville guys, uh, Ronnie Robinson, and uh, he he went to UT and then later transferred back to Tech with me. And uh, the the uh, Yugoslavia that Cookville had, they had Sasha Deklovich, I think yeah. his name was, and he actually played for Miami Heat, but he played with us a little bit. But you know, they were just all, you know, all, I mean, we just got along. We competed against each other during the season, but we all just got along in AU, so it was fun. So here, here's one that I don't think will make you laugh. Where did where did the nickname Money come from? When, when did that start, and where did that come uh, from? Well, that that came in tech at Tech. <laughs> uh, uh, Rob West, uh, we came in together, and you know, I was always joking because uh, you know I, I my middle finger has uh, been been cut off, and uh, you know, so I told I told all the guys that you know my dad had it cut off so I could shoot better, but it really came. It was funny. It, but it really came. I hit a shot. Uh, uh, Coach Harold always put me in at the uh, mm-hmm. end of games to take the last shot, and I hit a shot. Got lucky and hit a shot against <laughs> Middle, and from then on, it was money, money, whatever. So it, it, it was good times. Sounds like a lot of other people advertise that more than you do. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of other people do. I don't advertise much. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I'm curious as to your opinion on this. So in AAU, how much has social media also changed AAU? Because I know you don't have much of a social media presence, at least not that's controlled by you. Correct. So uh, how much do you think that's changed AAU? Um, it, it has changed dramatically because, you know, you, you, get, you get on there, everybody, if you make a shot, they're putting that on there. You really don't know how the kid played. Uh, college coaches, are you know, they look at that stuff. Um and you know, social media was created to be a really good thing, and sometimes it's you know mm-hmm. it's not. Um, but you know, every, everything. Uh, I, I'm always a firm believer: if you do what you're supposed to, and your team has success, mm-hmm. you're going to get the accolades and the recognition mm-hmm. without having to mm-hmm. put yourself on social media. But that's just the what you know. That's just the times we live in. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it, AU is uh, AU is a necessary, in my opinion, necessary evil. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to play it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the big looks because all the college coaches are there, you know, but you get them back and AU is a totally offensive game. You know, there's not a lot of defensive play and you play at 10 o'clock, you lose, oh well, you play again at one. Well, when you're playing for your high school and your team, it means something. Mm-hmm. You don't play again for two days and everybody's got you scouted, everybody's got film, so it's just totally different. So it's an adjustment when they get back. So who were some of uh, who were some of the coaches that made impact on you, especially kind of at that middle school level as you were going up from Mary Ball? Who, who made impacts on you as coaches? Uh, well, well, obviously my dad. He's the one that introduced me to the game and taught me the game, and then later coached me in my last two years in high school. Um, then when we moved to Livingston, my uncle Fred Amonette was the middle school coach, so I was in the gym, kindergarten through second grade, running around. Uh, you know, he had a big impact. Uh, obviously. Uh, uh, Randall Massengill, my middle school coach, uh, you know, and then uh, 
my AU coaches, uh, Coach Braves had a big impact, mm-hmm. and then you know uh, on me in my life, and and Coach Sullins the last yeah. seven or eight years were, were the best of buds. Um, you know, and we've shared everything, and he's beat me in some big games. And he's rubbed <laughs> it in, but uh, you know, he he's one of my he's he's a super super uh, guy and very talented coach. But you know, uh, I played in college for Coach Harrell. He taught me a lot of things. Um, you know, so I've had a lot of a uh, lot of coaches. Uh, you know, Tim Packman. I'm sure I've left some of them out, but there's been a lot. I mean, I've I've been around basketball all my life, so mm-hmm. you know, don't know any different. So let's talk about Chris Sullins a little bit. How, how did that friendship start, and how does that dynamic work? Because you mentioned it, especially here recently, like that's been a very heated rivalry, Warren County and White County, especially yeah. when they were in the same district. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I remember I, I didn't know him at all. Um, you know, he was, he's a little bit younger than me, but he played. He knew some of the guys that I played my sixth grade year. I played AAU with some from Warren County. Um, we drove from Pitt County, Warren County a lot, but <laughs> – um, you know, his first game here, one of his first games here, um, he he had us beat. He came up with a great game plan, and he allowed Cordell to get his, and Cordell had about 40. But they he had a player called timeout, which with like three seconds ago had us beat, which you know, it was they didn't have any. So, yeah. And so after the game, I, I think I just called him, and we developed a friendship over the years and uh, talked to him, talked <laughs> to him a couple times a week, you know, and uh, – Shared, probably shared too much, but that's, you know, with him because he's beat me in some big games. But, you know, uh, that's what basketball is about. Nobody created it, and, you know, everybody shares, and you get other people's stuff. But, and that's kind of the way it developed, and it's, you know, uh, hopefully it'll live on for a long time. Have some of your favorite games and some of your favorite battles been against him? Oh, yeah, him and Coach Bray, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's always, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest the biggest games, the biggest gates, and, you know, uh, Going back, you know, we had Cordell and and uh, at the start when he started, and then it became, you know, we had uh, he had C.J. Taylor and mm-hmm. you know Cummings and D. Space and those guys, and I had Cade and Tanner and Grant and those guys. So it was just uh, it was just uh, great rivalries. Mm-hmm. So when you got to the high school level yourself, what what's the biggest adjustment from middle school to high school? A lot of people I talk to that say that. You know, when you jump levels like that, it sometimes almost doesn't even feel like it's the same exact. It's the same game. It feels yeah. like a completely different game. Was that the case for you, or what, well, what were some of the challenges you faced? Well, I, I never intended. Uh, I was going to go to Pickett County and and, and coach uh, middle school. Uh, my dad was director, and he had, he was uh, he'd just gotten out. Mike Buck was the coach at Pickett. I was going and I was going to referee because I'd refereed all summer at Tech, and I'd film. Used to Tech had the big referee camp, and I filmed for them. The SEC officials and stuff. And that's what I wanted to do. Well, Coach Buck left and went to Idaho State, so it was either then, or then, now, now or never. Mm-hmm. So I took the job, and the, the first year uh, was definitely a learning year. Went to the sub-state, and then I had Nathan Aaron and Adam Asbury and John Crouch and those guys came <coughs> along, and they uh, they kind of propelled it. We went to two sub-states my first two years and uh, got beat in the last second shot, or had a last second shot to win it in the semifinals. And I coached girls as well, had a had a really good bunch, group of girls that year. They went to the sub-state. So, and then I went to Loudoun, which kind of rejuvenated my career. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then I wound up here. But I've never coached uh, middle school or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, But it is the same game. More zones played in middle school, uh, so you don't get as much uh, man-to-man plays. But if, from what I can – See on the outside looking in. So mm-hmm. I've just I've been in high school since '97. So <laughs> yeah. you know. So as a player at Pickett, what were some of your favorite uh, memories there? 
Uh, oh, definitely in the state championship. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, uh, my first uh, my first year as a freshman, um, going to the sub state uh, with uh, those guys, and we we had to go. My first two years, we went and we had to play uh, Carlos Groves, who played at mm-hmm. University of Tennessee, and they had beaten us. But that was kind of my coming out party because we faced off against each other and I had really good games against him. So that that was fond memories. Obviously, the state tournament, uh, you know, winning the state championship. Uh, we we played Clark Range. We couldn't beat Upperman that year, mm-hmm. but Clark Range knocked him off and we played Clark Range five times, you know, that year. Um, my, my junior year was probably the biggest disappointment because we were ranked number one in the state all year and got, to, and got upset. We were looking forward to have East Robertson at our place. Well, they got upset. We got upset, so we didn't play each other. We had to go to Hume Fog, and yeah. you know uh, they uh, they they knocked us off. So the next year we come out, and, and our district was uh, loaded: Clay County, Clark Range, Upperman, mm-hmm. uh, us. I mean, all of them was uh, was just absolutely fantastic basketball teams. That one A district now, or even you know when you look a couple years ago, and it was you know all those teams Monterey. That was crazy enough two years ago. I can't even fathom what it's like when you add a team like Upperman into hey, that. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know, Clay County, Clay County and Clark Rain. Clark Rain, we beat Clark Rain to state championship. Mm-hmm. And Upperman won our district. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay, I think us and Clay may have tied for second. Mm-hmm. I'm not sh- I'm sure. But those four teams right there was mm-hmm. as good as anybody in the state. And, uh, you know, we just – I mean, it's kind of like our district this year. I mean, yeah. everybody beat up on each other. So, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, – but it, it was it was fun times playing at Pickett County because you know you have the lake there. There's not a lot of what to do but shoot, shoot ball, you know, go to the lake and you know work on the farm in the summer. So you know it, it was fun times. Who were some of your favorite teammates you played with uh, at Pickett? Uh, probably my favorite teammate who's still today is, is John Reagan. Uh, okay. His sons both play. Uh, well, John Parker's done and Eli's playing now, but mm-hmm. he's probably my best friend of all. You know, I've had some good ones. Jason Meadows. Uh, he was came in as a freshman. Uh, you know good buddies with him but you know just that we had really you know we, we just had good we had good teams and you know everybody was uh when it come tournament time got focused on what needed to be put their different side need to be and, and we have common goal and you know it was just uh it was it was simple <laughs> easier times back then so. a lot less a little bit less egos right oh, well i don't know about that <laughs> there was no cell phones Fair or social enough. media that yep. show you know you on, on friday nights after the game you went to town and just cruised around town so uh, you know it's, it's much simpler times back then so put into perspective for me how how difficult is it to especially in a tough district like that how difficult is it to actually win a state title Oh, put it put it put it into perspective as best you can. Well, the best I can say is you got to have a really good team and you got to have some luck. So, mm-hmm. and that's uh, you know there's very few teams that just you know I think uh, you know Grant's dad, Grant's dad uh, had a Perry County and he went 36 and 0 one year, but the year before Joseph and Pickett County knocked him off shooting a bunch of free throws. But you got to have a little luck. But there's very few teams that just. Uh, Go through without any luck, you know, win a state championship. So I, you gotta, you gotta be focused. And you gotta have a good team. You gotta have a little luck. So you said you beat Clark Range in the state title mm-hmm. game. Who, who did you play in the state tournament prior to that? We played uh, the first round. We played Good Pasture. Those ranked number one in the state. Okay. Uh, beat them pretty handily. Uh, uh, my teammate Eugene Paris, who got he was they're division two now, aren't they? Yes, Good they Pasture. Are. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Okay. And they had a couple six eight guys, but they uh, they. Um, we knocked them off first round. Then we played Bradford out of West Tennessee, okay. and we were down ten with two minutes to go, and came back and won. I think it was eighty six, eighty four, something. And then we played Clark Range for the fifth time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had beaten them four previous times, so 
we we got we knocked them up. We won the state championship. We beat them in the fifth time. So, so yeah, from a coaching perspective and a playing a player's perspective, it's hard to beat good teams one time. But you beat a really good team five times. How difficult is that? Oh, that that was uh, because that, at that point, you know, they've seen you, you've seen them. It's kind of hard to go in with, you know, you, yeah. you kind of know what each other's going to do at that. Well, point. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know, they had a really they had some really good players too, Coach Ramsey. Um, that he took over after mm-hmm. Coach Whited, you know, mm-hmm. that was his second year. Um, but you know, they had us beat in the district tournament. Uh, Clay County beat us by thirty in the semifinals of district. We thought the season was over, but we came back and somehow beat Clark Range in overtime. And then you know, they they were able to beat Upperman. We weren't. So mm-hmm. Upperman, you know, was uh, was loaded back then as well. So, but it's just difficult. I mean, like I said, you got to breaks got to go your way and. Mm-hmm. You know stuff like that, but it it was. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it went the way it did. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about how different AAU is, or how different that is now compared to how it was back then. How different is the recruiting process? I know that a lot of people I've talked to have also said it was a lot more in person meetings and not as much over the phone. Yeah, well, well, back you know back back when I was in high school, you played AAU, but you got looked at at individual camps. Mm-hmm. I went to Blue Blue Chip Camp. I went to McDonald's. Uh, all-star camp. I went to five-star in, in Pittsburgh. I went to individual camps, and that's where the college, college coaches were working those camps. So mm-hmm. that's that's how I got recognized. Uh, today, like Grant, I mean, he played on the EAB team, and he was in Dallas one weekend and Miami the next, and yeah. all the college coaches are there. And then and then they contacted me, and I would come up here at 5 in the morning, and they would roll in here and watch him work out. We probably did it 20 times, uh, you know. The different colleges and mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how the system works now they see an AU and then they come yeah you know and there's exceptions to all rule but that's kind of the way it is now so it's kind of wild here and you say how the farthest y'all would go is Memphis and then you talk about Grant Slatton and he's in Dallas one weekend Miami it's kind of Crazy. wild how much traveling goes on now in AAU it's it, it is is unbelievable and it's uh and it's bit it's turned into a big money mm-hmm. you know big money so there's I mean I would say a normal kid in one year that plays on a team like that, you know, it could be eight to ten thousand dollars. I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, some of them I'm sure it's not because they have sponsorships, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's big business now. So, so how did you end up? How did you end up at Tennessee Tech then? Uh, well, when uh, when I was at Livingston, um, all the Livingston guys went to Tennessee Tech individual camp, mm-hmm. and I went from probably second grade all the way through high school. Uh, was getting recruited by several other OVC schools, but you know Tech. When you live in the Upper Cumberland, Tech's your school. Yeah. And uh, I went there, and uh, you know I wanted to go where my parents and family could come watch me play. And you know it wasn't. I didn't have the uh, best career ever, but I wouldn't change it for nothing mm-hmm. because I met a lot of good people and, mm-hmm. and, and love to love Tennessee Tech. So. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the rivalry with Tech and Middle. Were you a part of the the the, the, the were you a part of the now infamous brawl that happened, no, or was that before? Or that after that you? was that was right the year before me. Wow. So I was in the stands though, and, and of course, uh, you know, I played with all those guys that were in that, played against them, and then after that, it was a big rivalry. Anyway, it was the best rivalry I've ever been involved in. Yeah, um, and then Middle went to the Division One football, and they got out of the OVC. But um, you know, it was just. Uh, it was a rival like no other. I mean, there's not been stand, or fans in those stands at Hooper Evans since. You know, I mean, it was packed every time we played them. And, you know, of course, of course, uh, you know, Coach Buck and those guys were all involved in that. And they, they came back and they were playing the next couple of years. But it was just a, it was just a mm-hmm. awesome rivalry. Um, I just 
it's hard to we did the toilet paper every time you know <laughs> that we score our first two points mm -hmm. and anyway it was, it was fun times was was coach buck was he one of your favorite players to play against as far as because you mentioned having a really good individual rivalry with no him. he wasn't fun to play he against. Fun no, to play. He, was, he was good, <laughs> he was good. <laughs> but no i've known i've known him all my life and, and you know we we grew up playing AU together but yeah he was a fantastic player but uh, i think uh his senior year uh we split in the regular season. We won the district championship. He won the region championship, which put us on the road. And then we got upset. They went to the state. That's kind of how it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he was uh, he was he was a tough competitor for sure. So, who were some of your favorite players to play against then, or some of your matchups that you when you you know knew saw them on the schedule, you were excited to play against them? Well, he obviously he was one of them. Um, mm. You know, uh, all the Clay County guys. You know, that was always a big game. The Upperman guys. Uh, you know. Um, um, Funny story is, uh, you know, I don't tell people this much, but Tim Haggard at Upperman mm -hmm. got MVP of the district, and I won Mr. Basketball, which doesn't happen <laughs> uh, a lot. But yeah, that's uh, weird. Yeah, that is weird. But uh, those guys, um, the Clark Range guys, uh, Shane Wood was a point guard. Uh, you know, he he was uh, he was always uh, I wouldn't say fun, but he was very competitive. He got your mm -hmm. you know your your motor going, but. Uh, you know, Carlos Groves, one of my first couple yeah. years, first three years, uh, he he was he was the biggest. Mm -hmm. You know, he played at East Robertson. He was the biggest uh, biggest star in single A at that time. But uh, probably, uh, you know, I've, I've played uh, played against Penny a couple times at okay. AU, and then once at Tech, he was uh, he was definitely we we <laughs> a we look forward to playing with him. Yeah, he was special. But uh, you know, because there's a lot. You know, throughout the history, uh, you know, when I when I um, when I was growing up, it was it was Clay County when I was in middle school. Livingston was always good, mm -hmm. um, you know. But Jeff Arms and Joey Cove, yeah. they kind of set the presence when I was in middle school, and we wanted to be like them, you know. Uh, um, so that's that's kind of the history of where. And then I went to Tech, and we gosh, we went to Y for two weeks and played in two tournaments, and I met Magic Johnson. I mean, it's just. <laughs> It was good. It was. I've had a lot of basketballs gave me a lot in my life, so I'm very thankful to mm -hmm. to be where I'm at. That's got to be a surreal moment getting to meet someone like Magic Johnson. Well, it was. It was the. the he had came out that he was quitting NBA. It was in '93, and and uh, you know all my teammates were there, and they said, "That's Magic Johnson." I said, "No way!" So I just walked up, and sure enough, it was Magic Johnson. I shook his left hand. You know, we didn't know really what to do because he just came out that he had AIDS, and back then it was big. So. We all got our picture with him, mm -hmm. so you know he was very nice, and, and you know there's been some good moments like that. We mm -hmm. we played UConn one year was probably the we played Ray Allen was a freshman, and okay. they had Danielle Marshall and all those guys. They beat us 133 to 80. <laughs> I mean, and, and, he put up 80 points. Uh, yes, still we put, put up 80 points. points and got beat 53. So <laughs> you know it was uh, we played them over in Hawaii. So it, mm -hmm. you know it was it was fun times. Mm -hmm. That's kind of funny. The Magic Johnson thing is they doubted y'all doubted that was him. How many six nine six ten guys are just walking around? Well, we were on we were on the we were walking in the sand in, in Malibu, so we, yeah. we didn't think anything. You weren't about really thinking it. about no, it. We, we yeah. were playing in the, in the Maui Classic, so and this was in '93, so we didn't we didn't had no idea. And so they got the looking, and sure enough, it was Magic, Magic so, Johnson, you know. And then he came to the game later that night. Of course, he knew who Tennessee Tech was, which was nice, mm -hmm. and then. You know, we met. Uh, we went to Tony Romo's over to eat. Met uh, you know, mm -hmm. met Jamie Fox. They, yeah, so it's been really nice. So, getting into coaching, you kind of you touched on it a little bit. You went to Pickett and you coached boys and girls. First of all, talk about that balance because that's a really that's a really tough balance. Well, you know, that that was my third year there, and um, um, 
the the girls coach became the principal so you know they kind of said hey my dad had retired and he had moved on to Kentucky um, so the boys had gone to the substate back to back I had everybody back and I you know I was pretty tough on them and then started coaching girls and I didn't really know you know my dad had coached girls but I didn't really know how to you know so I walked in one day and they're all sitting in the stands in that corner stands there at Pickett County on the end and they said, hey, coach, we can't run as fast or jump as high, but we want to be treated just like boys. I said, okay, game on. <laughs> so they wound up going to the substate yeah. in 2000 for the first time since 89 and uh, had a really good point guard, Tracy Cross and Amber Davidson uh, was a four, um, mm -hmm. four girl. They were the only two back, and I played a lot of people. And we did a lot of crazy things that year. We stalled the ball a lot, <laughs> played trick defenses, but they, they played well. And then I coached them. We would get scoring the 30s and 40s, then the boys would turn around and score 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and and luck, and it was a it was a lot of time. And then I drove the bus as well. So, <laughs> and that's when I that's when I first met my wife Jessica. Um, she start we started dating, and uh, you know 20 odd years later, we're she's still a coach's wife, <laughs> and, and you got to have a good one if you're going to coach. Yeah. So she's been a, she's been really good. She's a little bit uh, coaches a little bit too much now on the side, <laughs> but, but that's all right. So she's pretty smart. So. Got to thank her a lot, too. So you mentioned Fred Aminette earlier. Did you coach Joseph and Lee? Is that Because I think we no, talked a little bit about yeah. that. Did you play with them? Uh, well, um, Joseph played his first two years for my dad. Okay, uh, yeah, you then, mentioned that. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then Lee played two years for me. So, uh, But the Aminette, we're, 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 we are, my mom was an Aminette, so we are related. Mm -hmm. um, so... But yeah, that's uh, Aminette's kind of a big name in Pickett County. So that's my, a, my uncle, yeah. had, he was a coach at Livingston Middle School or elementary and whatever, whatnot. So that's where I kind of. You just come from the biggest basketball, one of the biggest basketball families, then, don't you? <laughs> well, well, that's that's a pretty big, like that's pretty widespread. Yeah, like when you start looking at it. Well, I'm I'm proud of my dad. He's in the TWSLA Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's won a couple state championships, boys and girls, and and so uh, you know that kind of uh, it kind of just. It is what it is. I mean, it was just basketball. You know, my my sister, one well, my, my I've got my sister two years younger. I mean, she played and then became a cheerleader. My sister, that six year on page, she played and then she went to Campbellsville. Then she wound up finishing up at Cumberland. Uh, and then my brother played one year for me. Uh, <laughs> you know, and that's an interesting dynamic. That was an interesting. So you get on him and then get home. And mom says, "Oh, you need to quit yelling at Grant." So anyway, but he wound up. He wound up. when I left, he didn't. Uh, mm -hmm. He didn't play anymore. But he's very successful. So you've got that little one up on him, and you can tell your mom, like, "Hey, yeah, yeah. hey, hey, he quit when I left." I tell him all the time. I said, "You know, I'm the oldest and still the boss, although I am the poorest of the of the four." But, <laughs> <laughs> money wise so but yeah it, it's been uh my you know my my family's it's been basketball my whole life so you know and then so you've been at white county when, what was the first year you got here oh oh four i've been oh, here this is 18 season yeah. so so talk about you know what makes basketball in sparta special because obviously you know one thing people talk about a lot obviously is sparta cookball that's obviously a huge rivalry oh, so yeah. you're a part of that what what else makes basketball here special the fans mm -hmm. it's the greatest i mean i i couldn't have uh couldn't have wished for anything mm -hmm better um you know they've been uh, the the players I, you know i've always tried to be kind of a player's coach and you know have a relationship with my players and I've, they're just been fantastic and i I've, they all come back i mean you know like even this year tanner and cade and them come back to practice and all the guys are you know even some of my first teams that i had here uh Japeth, yeah. richmond his his uh his uh jordan cloyd who yeah. raises him he, he he was on my first team here you know, uh, Ryan Qualls is a big supporter. He's a state farm, or a farm bureau guy here. 
So they all come back. You know, I talk to Cade Crawls and those guys and Grant Slanton, you know, constantly. And it's just, it's fantastic, man. The community, um, the fans, the gym, mm -hmm. uh, Coach Sewell embraced me. You know, I talked to Coach Wadded still. Uh, Coach Sewell embraced me with open arms. Uh, um, and he was, uh, he was coming to the locker room after games. And so it was, uh, it, it's been fantastic. Mm -hmm. So talk about, as a coach, is there a more, obviously you want to win a state title every year. That's yes. the most rewarding feeling. But is the second, or is, is, is sending a player to the next level and getting them an education and getting them scholarships to go play college ball, is that up there as well as far as rewarding feelings? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 you, anybody that, you know, as a coach, anybody that wants to play college ball, you want them to play it. Uh, yeah, I try to tell them it's different. It's a job mm -hmm. when you get there. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think just – having success and, and and being a good young man and, and having fun while you play here because there's been times here in front of this crowd and that student body that uh, you I mean you should be able to kick it in I mean that's just a, it's just how, how fun it is to play here so that that's the first thing and then we obviously the end goal state championship but district region you know we take it step at a time so so being a part of obviously one of the biggest rivalries in the state right now, you've got to have some at least one good Cookville Sparta story that you can you're allowed to tell me. That <laughs> there's there's a lot of them. Uh, you know, one that pops right in my head is we went over there one year, and they beat us twenty. So they come over here, and I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh. Well, it was eighteen nothing before they scored. You know, we hit uh, five threes and an and one before they scored. But there's a lot of stories. Coach Bray coached me in college, and and. You know he he re, he retired a couple of years ago, but he we've we've had tons tons of stories. Uh, you know uh, the crowd they you know they beat us uh, three. I mean I felt like on a lower level felt like Coach K. Everybody charged the floor. They beat us four or five years ago, and they all stormed the court. You yeah. know just it's just little things. You know there's not one really that sticks out other than just just such a rivalry. Mm -hmm. They chant one thing and we chant another. The student body, so it, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a fun game to play in as a player. Coaching wise, it's pretty stressful. A little stressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this, and this is like kind of a widespread question: Do you think basketball in the Upper Cumberland gets like the respect it deserves <coughs> or that it's owed? Because uh, it seems like. You know, obviously football in the South, everybody loves football. Yeah. Everybody loves Friday nights. Everybody loves mm -hmm. that. But it seems like in the Upper Cumberland, it's there's an exception because basketball really feels like it's king here. Uh, well, definitely girls. Definitely girls. I mean, uh, Upper Cumberland's known for girls basketball since way back. Uh, the guys' side, the boys' side, I don't think they do. Um, I think everybody in the basketball world does respect the boys. There's great coaches, uh, great players. But you don't you don't have those six nine mm -hmm. athletic kids here, yeah. and that kind of I think hurts when you go to the, when kids are trying to get the next level because <coughs> excuse me like we play a lot of those teams like the Clevelands the Bradleys those but you know your smaller schools they don't play them and then you know there's a lot of zone play there's not a lot of zone played in college so yeah. that kind of hurts them defensively but I think the boys is, you know side is, is fantastic and you know um, they they. They do get respect, but the girls for sure do. So, so the way I love to end all these, uh, give a little bit of free game. <coughs> What's some advice you would give younger athletes today to get to where you got, where you were playing college ball and then were able to coach at a high level um, at a very good program? And then what's also some advice you would give your younger self? Um, 
my younger self, I'd probably be a little more serious. I had a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> well, I say, you strike me as like a Reggie Miller style yeah. trash talker on the court. <laughs> yeah. That's what you strike me uh, as. Yeah, well, I've, I've done a little of that too. <laughs> um, but uh, no, the younger kid loved the game, learned the fundamentals. Um, um, you know, back 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 in the day, uh, back in the day, you, you got your boombox and you went to the gym. My my advice to them would be. You know, save your thirty-five dollars, put your AirPod in, get a basketball, outdoor or indoor, and you know, mm-hmm. train yourself. You know, mm-hmm. get, because you're the one that's mm-hmm. going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and you're the one's got. I mean, I've shot in the rain. I've shot. You know, well, I shot a lot. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there wasn't nothing else to do in Pitt County. So, um, but yeah, that would be my younger advice: love the game, learn the fundamentals, be a good teammate, work hard mm-hmm. every time you lace them up. Leave it all on the court and just, uh, you know, if it, you have to go to that door court with no net, you go shoot. I mean, you shoot a lot. Once again, that was former Peake County legendary basketball player and coach Eric Mitchell.